Welcome to the Sharon Kleina Hour, health, environment, and the power of water. What you hear in the next hour could very well save your life. Now, here's your host, Sharon Kleina. I want to invite you to listen to the Sharon Kleina Hour. Water Life Science is the nature's pharma of your life on Earth and the power of water. This show began many, many years ago because I had been studying with biologic aqua research what water can do for our lives to save life, to save our earth, and for our breath. We're breathing water in the atmosphere. I found that maybe in time, with good research and, 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 and pursuit of, of a mission, we maybe find cures for symptoms and disease, not just remission. Because I believe that the water will teach us something if we're willing to study it. So when I started this show years ago, I started bringing guests in that are in research themselves. They're professional. Their backgrounds are extraordinarily global. We brought them in from Holland, Italy, England, you name it, all over the world, all over the United States. Those guests are not only professionals in the profession of what they do, but they are also in research every day of what they practice. So through the years, the subject of water, your life, and there's five things that I have been teaching that I learned from all my guests too, and scientists around the world and physicians. One, we have to learn to breathe. Once you were born and you left that pocket of water of your mother's womb, you entered into the water vapor of the atmosphere. That's when you began to breathe. But that moment began a magic of life. You began to evaporate water through the skin like a sieve. So as you evaporate to life to death, that breathing is vital. Number two, you need to drink water. Not the juice, not the coffee. Don't count that as water. You need to drink at least eight to ten glasses of water a day. It's vital to replenish your life, to replenish your, uh, your health for everything you're trying to achieve. Number three, your diet, your nutrition, where learning is becoming the next medicine. You need to learn what you eat is who you are and what you can achieve, whether you're healthy or maybe have a challenge with your health. It's your diet. Your nutrition is vital for you personally. Don't look at just what anybody else is doing. Look at what you need to do. Four, moderate exercise. If you're an athlete, be wise that when you're in exercise and practice and your endurance run is whether you're a soldier, trooper, and a first responder, and you're on the go, and you're practicing, and you're diligently uh, pushing yourself, remember, you've got to begin to learn how to relax and let that water evaporation slow down. Because if you over-evaporate, you're going to trigger something that you don't even know was there. The last one is your sleep. The earth sleeps for a purpose, too. We can look out at the earth every day and begin to imagine the vision that all the powers of our lives for millions of years were learning. 
that the life of your sleep is what Earth was teaching us. So we learned how to breathe. We've learned how to drink water. We've learned how to our diet and nutrition are vital. We've learned about our exercise, and we've been learning about resting and sleep, relaxation. Allow yourself to have some space around you. The guests we've had through the years have been extraordinary. They've taught me so much that what, there's, you can never learn enough. So our journey together is what's been taking us where we're going. I hope you listen to us closely because the scientists and the different people, the physicians, the, the different professional specialists that are in research, it's like you're eavesdropping into what we're studying together on the show. Can we learn more from each other as guests and myself as the host? And I'm in research for over 30 years. Can we begin to study with you out there and become a member of what we're trying to achieve? So that as we're learning, we're learning, it's impossible to learn enough. It's impossible. When people are born, there are no two eyes alike, fingerprints alike. We're all different. So can we learn enough? Impossible. The population of our world has been increasing The water value of the crisis is vital. We need to start prioritizing our our leaders of the world to start putting water in number one of their priority. For some reason, it's never number one. Isn't that sad? But we can change that as a membership, as a journey grows. There were today born 139,347 babies. Those babies need water. Those babies need the emphasis of water. We all need to grow. The population today in the United States is 327 million, pardon million, 80, pardon me, 327 million, 441,754. The world population is over 7 billion people we have to supply water to. Is it a priority for all? What about these diseases? Can we find cures? Yes, it can be found in the water. Yes, it can. And that's what this is all about. We were hoping you could listen with us today. Today, excuse my voice today. Um, we're going to be talking to Pam Bonney. And her background has been in nutrition and diet all of her life. And we're going to be talking to her about that in a moment. But we'll listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears I Missed, with just a mist. Many years ago, I was asked if I would study the evaporation of the eye because they had been proving that eye drops cause a trauma to the tear film for over-evaporation, and over-evaporation causes the eye to go potentially blind if the person's going to become too dry. I studied that, and with their blessing and their help throughout the world, we launched Nature's Tears I Missed with a trade secret water of a tissue culture-grade water with just a mist. If we educate ourselves enough, we'll find, like we did the toothbrush, 
for oral health and how we learn for different diets and different methods of technology, we'll learn that nature's tears eye mist is the future of hoping to stimulate and supplement the, the problems of dry eye that lead to blindness. We'll listen to our sponsor, and we'll be back with Pam Bonney. Stimulating talk it gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All-natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. These days, everyone is looking for information on staying young, healthy, and fit. The Voice America Health and Wellness Network is here to help you on your quest to better health and a better you. We talk about everything from diet, fitness, and aging to substance abuse, personal growth, mental health, and much more. Learn from our experts who cover health and wellness from traditional and holistic perspectives. Tune in to the Voice America Health and Wellness Network. Healthy living starts here. Streaming live. The leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. Listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to Sharon Hour at Yahoo.com. That's Sharon Kleina Hour at Yahoo.com. Now back to the program. Pam, are you with us? Yes, I am, Sharon. Hi. Before we begin to introduce you, Pam, to the audience, uh, and have uh, you tell us about you. I'm going to tell the audience a little bit about your background. Um, Pam Bonney has been helping clients to achieve their nutrition and fitness goals in her private practice for healthy weight management, uh, vegetarianism, eating disorders, food allergies, intolerances, and digestive disorders since 1997. Uh, Pam is a graduate from New York University with a master's degree, master's degree in science degree in clinical nutrition and prior to that a certified personal trainer with the American Council of Ex- Exercise. I could go on and on, audience, with her background and her dedication. You're in partnership, Pam, with Priya Lawrence, and she joined mm-hmm. you a few years ago, and you own mm-hmm. a, a a company that you use as a consulting company called Tried and True Nutrition. Could you tell us a little bit, Pam, about how you started way back? Because your background started when you were young. You had a mother who was unbelievable about pioneering Mm -hmm. nutrition. And tell us a little bit about your mom, and then tell us about how you started and how you got where you're at today. Mm. Okay. Um, 
So, yes, my mother, as you well know, Sharon, she was uh, one of the original um, health food advocates from way back when, and she basically raised me and my siblings um, to have a healthy diet as much as possible. And um, basically, you know, uh, I mean, I'll never forget, my brother was um, diagnosed with asthma as a very small child, and um, the prognosis was not good at all. And that's what um, motivated her to look up um, how she could raise her kids healthy, and she knew that it had something to do with food and nutrition and um, turned turned his asthma around, basically, um, through, you know, proper supplementation and proper food, etc. So that's how we were raised. Um, and so when it, I discovered that there was a degree in nutrition and clinical nutrition, um, I jumped at the chance to... Um, further my education uh, to add to what I learned from my mother, um, but then to find out, you know, what sort of the traditional um, concepts were um, and the research and the science behind food and nutrition, and that's what um, the education and the training that I got at NYU. Pam, um, before we go forward, yeah. I want the world uh-huh. to hear, uh, I've studied uh, so far back about the founders of many of the health food uh, supplements and nutrition and, and um, the health food stores. Your mother mm-hmm. had one of the original stores way yeah. back in, was it in Hollywood? Uh, where did she have her store? Um, um, I want to say it was, it was near Woodland Hills, um, okay. California. Um, and it was called Wilma's Natural Foods. Right, in, the, in an yeah. era that wasn't quite as acceptable yet as right. it is today. Because I remember when I started studying water years ago, and I mm-hmm. started out by studying health food stores with people who owned them. And, and then I had been in the medical field myself already, so I decided to go back and forth and study both. And mm-hmm. I found myself with people who had founded uh, different health food stores, different health food uh, supplements that mm-hmm. they were known to be like voodoo. In other words, what do you think you're doing with the right. medical field? <laughs> right. And can yeah. you imagine way back uh, the founders of all those health food stores, the founders of those products that were selling in there, the medical field were with them like they were with each other. You weren't allowed to advertise. You weren't allowed to do whatever. They were the voodoo mm. because they were never taught in medical school anything about nutrition. So how are they right. going to be able to discuss that with their patients? They were exactly. concerned about it. They were worried mm-hmm. about their reputations is what they were worried about. Mm-hmm. And when exactly. I got in it, Pam, I found myself studying about what the differences were between the two, the medical field and the uh, health food era. And so I found myself challenging both of them. And Mm -hmm. I was the first person on the planet with nature's tears I missed to put it Mm -hmm. in the drugstore department in the pharmacy department 100% water. Nobody had ever been accomplishing that. 
But they liked it. They liked it, the way I approached it. Mm -hmm. And then the health food stores out there, uh, we took a little bit of that market, but we had thousands of drugstores selling it in the pharmacy department. 100% water. Now, your background in nutrition and diet, you've had a lot of pavement to lay, too. Mm-hmm. Because when you first started, you had to have some people saying, oh, what are you thinking? Why are you thinking diet is so important? But now they're looking at diet as a, in the medical field as a priority to everything that they're yeah. learning. So tell us something about what you and Priya are learning and what our audience needs to hear about new studies, new, new research, new discoveries. Well, um, yeah, it's exactly like you said. You know, um, back when I started, it, it was all about the clinical um, stuff, um, and it's it. Um, Priya and I have always uh, been on the same page about the importance of um, food as treatment for many different types of chronic diseases, and. We have found that that is our niche in being able to talk to people exactly, um, to help people know exactly what foods to choose, et cetera, depending on their situation. Um, what has now, changed let's over the years? Because you yeah. know, there's sure. a lot of discussion going on out there, and we have a lot of people that use the internet for their research. So when you say, that you and Pryor work with people individually about what is important to their situation. What does the word situation mean to you? Um, what their, it means it could be anywhere, anything from their medical condition to their lifestyle behaviors to their um, mental health issues and emotional issues around food, etc. It's a mixed bag, and it depends on each person. Um, and so we—that's what we we do: very individualized, personalized nutrition um, that has to really do about what they're what they're eating and drinking. Mm-hmm. And yeah, and you're and you're absolutely right. There is so much more research now that talks about plant-based diets and this type of diet and even the DASH diet and different types of things where people are recognizing the fact that doctors don't have a lot of nutrition training in there in medical school and um, Pam, a lot of I'm people think... I'm going to back you up yeah. for a minute. Doctors have sure. really nothing. <laughs> None. They admit it. They admit it. You're right. They, 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 right. That was one thing. I have doctors on my team that mm-hmm. are physicians and surgeons that prioritize diet now. And yeah. uh, they think that's the, the future of medicine and, uh, and, right. and cures. But back yeah. to uh, your influence and, and Pryor's influence mm-hmm. and what you're trying to accomplish with people taking serious their diet their, for them personally as an individual. So when you mm-hmm. have a person... With, an, a, a, with a situation that you're with a symptom and they come yep. to you through the doctor or on their own, what is the first thing you do with them? You sit them down and you get to know them and get them to, to tell you what they've, been, mm-hmm. what they've been eating, what they've been, their outlook, what's their emotions. Yes. Uh, how exactly. do you get them involved with you? 
You know, it's just about having a conversation with the person. It it really is so that it, it doesn't become like a, a Q&A type of session or anything. It's just we sit down, you know, we... Um, and we empathize with people, we are present and open, and we are very non-judgmental, and we're basically there to listen to what it is that they're telling us about their medical conditions, their medical diagnoses, their history, their current living situation. And when, you're, a, when they're talking you know, to you and you're trying to mm-hmm. evaluate, Yep. what they're saying. How do you go about that by what do they say? What do they talk to you about? What, what are some of the comments that they're making, some of the statements? Well, you know, a lot of times we hear the struggles that people have with losing weight. They say, I can't, I've tried every diet in the book and I can't lose weight. Or they'll say, you know, I'm just, I'm so tired all the time and I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. they they come to us and they may have some medical diagnoses, but they're also there is some um, um, how do I put it? It's not that they're all all emotional about it, but there's definitely you know some emotions behind. Usually, when they get to us, they've tried everything else. They're sort of at their wits end. They're sick and tired of being sick and tired. And, you know, and we are there to basically help them out in, in the way that we, we know that we can, what our training and our experience has given us the ability to do. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That, and you're trying to get sense? them convinced that to look at the uh, diet as maybe yeah. a trigger. Um, yeah, you know, exactly. My medical we... team, I have people on mm-hmm. my medical team that um, unbelievable back to the China study, back to... Dr. Yeah. Esselstrom, uh, uh, they go into all, they study all this stuff because they're finding that even with uh, everything, your emotions, your outlook on life, your addictions, your everything, uh, your mm-hmm. symptoms, maybe there's something in the diet that could be changed that you didn't know was triggering the problem, the symptom, the mm-hmm. stress, the emotions of what's happening. Mm-hmm. And you're learning that, I'm sure. Yeah, exactly. And you know what I what I find all the time is that when when life gets in the way and stress happens and a lot of people are stressed when they come to us, you know, food and nutrition are oftentimes the the first things that go out the window. So yeah. we feel like it's our job yeah. to to refocus our clients to you know, uh, to really uh take care of themselves in a way that um, you know, we, we look at it as food and eating and being um, mindful about one's nutrition is an opportunity for self-care, you know, at like three times a day at least. And mm-hmm. when, we, when the client understands and starts to experience that for themselves, that's usually when they have like an aha moment, like, oh... I had no idea how important what it is I'm eating, when I'm eating, how much I'm eating, you know, is and how many different levels it affects them, you know, on a, on a well, daily Pam, basis. Well, and don't we all, we're all guilty of comparing ourselves mm-hmm. to what somebody else is doing. 
It's yes. like sitting in a restaurant and somebody on the table next to you is getting their food and you're thinking, ooh, that looks so good. I wonder, maybe I should order that. Um, mm-hmm. People have to realize, what do you do as an individual? And don't right. compare yourself to somebody else. Com- right. You're teaching them, it sounds, to be individual about how you're going to put them on a, a diet. As far And the word mm-hmm. diet means a special nutrition plan. Exactly. They're what they what they need for, as an individual, not what somebody mm-hmm. else in the family or a friend or somebody else has. You personally, now right. what you're learning, what for example, what are you learning? The biggest mistakes people are making with their diet. What are they still not comprehending? How important that is to their health. Um, a, a common mistake is the amount of food. People think they need. Actually, um, I find that that's a, a very common mistake. Um, that you know, people again, mostly uh, people that are trying to lose some weight, they just don't need so much food or and or calories coming in. They just don't need. Another common misconception is how much protein one needs. You know, and that's usually in the form of animal proteins, and the truth is we, no one needs that much um, protein from animals or otherwise. And um, honestly, the, another one is how much water they need to drink. And, you know, we talk about that all the time. But those, I, I would say, are the, are the top three. And also, one more, how important eating vegetables is. People forget about the vegetables. And... Um, mm-hmm. That's uh, you know that's uh, definitely something that we that we constantly reinforce. Now let's go to the protein real quickly. How mm-hmm. much protein uh, should a per average person get in their diet a day? Um, you know, on an, on average, I think it's like of fifty grams for a man and sixty you know, sixty for a man and fifty around fifty for a woman. And that's just Gen- very basic generalization. Mm-hmm. The actual formula is 0.8 grams per kilogram of body weight. So it's not that much. You know, there's been a long history of diet books and a lot of different people talking about, you know, hundreds of grams of protein every day in order to be fit and lean and lose weight, etc. And the research just doesn't back that up. It, it really doesn't. And we don't need to eat meat or animal protein three times a day. We we could have it once a week and we would be fine. Okay. And then you'd get your protein yep. out of your uh, food and probably a lot of your vegetables have protein. That's yeah. something that a lot of people didn't know. That if you they study yeah. that list yes. of vegetables, you'll get a lot of protein out of your vegetables every day. Absolutely, and fruits, vegetables, whole grains, nuts and seeds, and beans and legumes are loaded with protein. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, when so a person that's, comes that's through with a yeah. symptom, let's say mm-hmm. I'm going to go dive into a symptom. That when they sure. come to you with a symptom, of, I, I don't. I think overweight is not the biggest deal. I think what happens to people's symptoms are caused by the diet. I'm convinced of this, Pam, uh-huh. with my research. I'm totally convinced that every single symptom from the baby up is because of their diet. They didn't find out yet what they can do for their personal mm-hmm. need. 
Mm-hmm. When a person comes to you with a symptom and you're trying to get them to think differently about how to begin to prepare their food, how to think about their food, how do you teach them how to prepare it? How do they cook it? What is, what is their concentration? Because it takes a little more time sometimes with yeah. your diet to think about what it time it takes to to prepare your each meal, your each food intake. Right, exactly. Um, and you know, these days, m- many people um, don't prepare their own food, so it is a it is a challenge. Um, but we encourage uh, home cooking, basically, and we encourage home cooking in any any way that a person can get that done. If and usually that means. Um, using uh, time off or a Sunday to prep for the week ahead and do some meal prep. And if that means, you know, either cooking something in a slow cooker or my favorite thing is the Instapot, which is a pressure cooker, so it can cook up a couple of different things in one day really quickly. Um, and then you have, you know, some basics for the week ahead um, and certainly now, when we talk you about the how, basics for the yeah. week, what do you do? You put that food in that little bags and freeze them? Um, you can freeze them or you can just keep them in the refrigerator and then heat, heat it up for dinner mm-hmm. or for a meal um, as needed. Um, and otherwise, we talk about how to, you know, cook, uh, quick cook vegetables, which are actually, is actually very easy. And, you know, once a person gets a little bit used to that, it, it gets easier and easier and faster as well. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does, does that so make the sense? idea, okay, um, we've only got a minute left in this segment, and we'll take a break and oh. come back. But I sure. really hope you can dive in and get people thinking to themselves that are listening. that they, They're convinced, I think, more because of education today that, their diet is very important to them, but they haven't done anything really about it because of the time mm. it takes. And that's yeah. something that I hope you can teach us, why the time it takes is vital and that they will find mm-hmm. when they do the prep foodies. Like I have physicians that do this. They prep their food until midnight once a, uh, every two weeks. Yeah. And they put it in a freezer and they eat it yep. as they go for breakfast, yep. lunch, and dinner. Because they mm-hmm. want to be healthy, and they found that yeah. the diet is your new medicine. Right. So we'll listen to our sponsor, Pam, and we'll be right back. Don't go anywhere. And you're going to okay. teach our audience, which you and Prior have been learning how to teach your patients. We'll be right back. We're going to listen to our sponsor, Nature's Tears Eye Mist. Did you know that dry eye, that the surface of the eye is 99% water? And your eyes evaporate from birth. When that eyelid opens, the eyes begin to evaporate that water. What causes the eye to be dry is causing you to potentially maybe have vision impairment to blindness. That's what they've proven. They came to me years ago and asked me if I would study that. And I showed them how we could supplement that, like you learn to do oral um, with a toothbrush. They were able to begin to control some of the problems in the oral health because of the toothbrush. And look what happened. They even said that if you don't brush your teeth during the day, you will probably have cavities. In time, 
If you do not supplement that surface of the eye, you will have problems with vision impairment to potentially blindness. The We've had shows on this with scientists saying there will be an economic impact when people are, that blindness is out of control. Because when people go blind, they need more help, more money to be able to live a lifestyle because they are blind. Listen to our sponsor, and we'll be right back with Pam Bonney, who owns Tried and True Nutrition. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. Discover the secret of Nature's Tears Eye Mist, an entirely different approach to eye care without eye drops. When your tear film is dry, your eyes feel dry. Nature's Tears Eye Mist naturally supplements the tear film with Biologic Aqua Absolute Premium Standard Grade of pure, all-natural water. Nature's Tears Eye Mist, just a mist. All natural, safe, convenient, no preservatives. Nature's Tears Eye Mist can be purchased nationwide at selected eye care professionals and drugstores near you. Have you become a member yet? Sign up now to become a member of Voice America. It's always free and easy. Plus, you get to take advantage of some great member benefits. Get unlimited access to millions of hours of on-demand content across all of our channels. Keep track of your favorite episodes, shows, and hosts in your own customizable library. Find out what shows you might be interested in based on your favorites. Plus, you get insider access with our newsletter. Membership gives you more. Sign up at voiceamerica.com and click register at the top right. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com listening to the Sharon Kleina Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. If you have a question or comment, please direct your email to SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. That's SharonKleinaHour at Yahoo.com. Now, back to the program. We have Pam Bonnie on, who has the Tried and True Nutrition Company in um, the New York area with her partner, and we're learning today about why your diet is you and what we can learn more about it. It's the new future of the medical field. Uh, Pam, explain to our audience why they're even looking at the DNA, as I was reading here, about the future of studying the DNA, about what your diet is and what you can do to live longer and be healthier and understand those symptoms in fact, I have been studying through the human eye organ, and they've been saying worldwide that that evaporation of the eye is triggering some new answers of what's going on inside the body with over-evaporation of the body that's causing these symptoms. Well, we all know that the food that you're eating would cause an over-evaporation to the body also. So what is a stress? What is a, a d- addiction? What is your symptom? You're over-evaporating. We've got to slow that evaporation down, and so it will be able to balance itself, and you can fight those symptoms. But tell us about 
what they're learning more about the DNA and what to do. And then what you're telling people what to do, take the time and plan their menus the way they should for their own specific personal need. Yes, exactly. Um, you know, nutrigenomics is a, is a great uh, field that's kind of exploding right now. And it's um, uh, from a nutritionist standpoint, we know some things and there's still a lot to learn about it. Um, but there are certain um, tests um, that uh, look at uh, gene markers with regard to some nutrition um, aspects like someone might be able to tell if they are sodium-sensitive, if they're worried about if there's high blood pressure in the family and they want to know if they are one of those um, uh, percentage of the population that are sodium-sensitive. It can also look at a person's DNA to see if they're sensitive to caffeine or um, certain types of fats or glucose and those types of things. So it's a very helpful tool sometimes to get a real um, personalized um, application for a person um, with regard to their nutrition and helps us to um, make our recommendations um, very specifically for that person since it is based on their DNA. So that's that's really great and, and very promising, um, and I think it's going. To, we're going to learn so much more um, as as time goes on, and um, and not in the very far future either. Wonderful. Um, That's just wonderful. Yeah. Now, yeah, um, in the preparation, let's go back to what we were talking about. Um, mm-hmm. uh, we're going to learn more about the symptoms with research and, and what we're trying to do. Um, I'm bringing on a doctor here who's a physician in the next few weeks who's an Mm -hmm. ophthalmologist, surgeon, graduate at Cornell as a scientist originally, who is totally convinced that diet is your your medicine. And um, he practices it. He's got got people improving in their health, in their eyes, because of that outlook and what he's been teaching them about whole food. And um, so our show today, to get them into what the future of this is about, what you and Priya have been learning, and especially you with your background, you've been doing mm-hmm. this since you were a young girl because of the influence your mother had in you thinking about what, what's out there to think about. And the other thing about the individualities, that's something we all have to learn is individually, how do we look at this as a person? Not what our family or a friend or somebody else is doing. What we need to learn about is, as an individual. And when they go to prepare their food and they think about, the, it's so safe to, to learn how to eat correct. How do they learn how to, to go prepare it? How do they go shop for it? How do they, which menu would you suggest for breakfast, lunch, and dinner or a snack in between? So kind of teach us how you think they should learn for their preparation, for each person to think, how they should think? Um, I mean, it's a very good question. And it really comes down to, you know, um, sitting down with the person and asking them what they like, really. And working it out as far as uh, a combination of what a person likes and what is a healthy choice. 
So we offer um, choices, and and we sort of go from there. And we offer a lot of tips on how to make that happen. You know, more times than not, people have a general idea of what they um, ought to be eating and drinking, and then we help them to figure out how to work that into their schedules, into their life, into their daily routines, etc. And um, so as far as, as meal prep goes, you know, um, a lot of things um, might work for a person, like if they are a person that likes oatmeal, which is a great way to start the day, um, but they don't have time to cook it from scratch every morning, well, maybe they are a person that could make overnight oats, which are quite easy and and just sit in the refrigerator and by the morning time they're done and ready to eat. Um, otherwise, um, like we said, the Instapot, the pressure cooker, you take a day or an afternoon and prep ahead um, a pot of beans or, or soups or stews or those types of things, maybe a pot of quinoa or brown rice or something so that you can um, either freeze it or use it uh, uh, throughout the week for your meals. Um, what else? We also talk about how how very easily and quickly you can, you know, saute some vegetables, of course, because we recommend vegetables of, uh, at least uh, with dinner every night and maybe twice a day. Um, what else? Also, now when you know, you're sautéing yeah. the vegetable, let's say, yeah. How do they sauté the vegetables? Uh, do they use uh, stay away from the sauces? They stay away from anything to do with a lot of sodium. How do they sauté their vegetables to make them healthy for them? You know, our our go-to recipe really uh, involves sautéing in carrot juice, actually, um, okay. so that it adds a lot of flavor without adding too much um, fat or salt. Carrots are naturally um, a little high in sodium so that they have mm-hmm. a lot of flavor. So you use a little splash of carrot juice and you're sort of steam sauteing and you can add garlic and onions if you want to. Um, and then we recommend something like uh, coconut aminos, which is a way of adding some sodium without adding a whole lot of sodium to the dish. Um, again, so there's lots of flavor, but not so much fat or salt. Mm-hmm. Does that uh-huh. sound good? Yeah. Okay, so um, can they prepare yeah. that ahead of time and make them so they're suitable for the flavor and not get too mushy or make them enough ahead of time that they could get more than one meal out of them? Yes, it, it depends on the vegetable, but like if you were to do that with kale, you know, you know, most kale is pretty hearty and can um, be cooked. Uh, you can make a pot of it and then sort of heat that up a couple of times throughout the week. Um, other vegetables mm-hmm. that are a little more delicate, maybe like spinach or other greens. Um, Broccoli. Or, right, exactly. Or even like we, we talk a lot about uh, cauliflower rice, which we like to recommend. That's something that can be sautéed really within a few minutes, and other vegetables um, can be sautéed so quickly that it doesn't feel like a, a long time. Also, if um, you know, we recommend also just taking help from the store when you can. 
if you can buy a bag of organic baby spinach that's already been washed and prepped and that sort of a thing, then, you know, that saves a lot of time, too. Uh-huh. Now, what are you, how do you look at salads? Are, can salads be a really good replacement for getting their vegetables in a nice, generous, yeah. uh, imaginative salad? Yeah, definitely. We, we recommend okay. a salad at least once a day. So if, so the salads, again, if um, oftentimes we recommend maybe a salad that's already, you know, those salads in a bag actually right. are great as far as time savers. You right. chew, and they, they come in many different varieties. And it's not even, the important thing is to have the vegetables, right, and have the raw salad also is a great thing to do. And maybe there's some kale or some cabbage in there or something like mm-hmm. that. Mm-hmm. And it makes it very easy to, again, that doesn't have to be prepped ahead of time. You open the bag, throw all the things together. There's never, like, too much. If you don't like the dressing, you can use your own dressing. And it might mm-hmm. come with some, some pumpkin seeds or a little bit of mm-hmm. uh, dried cranberries right. or something like that. And you have mm-hmm. a delicious um, salad, you know, ready to go. What do you it think the protein level of a, something like that might be, Pam, with your background? What do you put? If a person wanted to think about protein, was it would be what would the mm-hmm. protein amount be? You know, I off the top of my head, I I can't. I'm not sure how much protein would be in there. But again, um, our emphasis is always on you know where are the vegetables and making sure that there are vegetables at, at lunch and dinner. Mm-hmm. And so the the protein is inherent in the vegetables. So chances are, if you're getting okay. in enough vegetables. You're probably okay. getting in enough protein as well. Now, what about potatoes in the diet? I know we we mm. go to brown rice and rice. What about a pot- uh, potatoes? Are they healthy? Yeah, potatoes are terrific. I I recommend potatoes all the time. Sometimes people think that I'm you know that I have two heads because I'm actually saying that potatoes are good. <laughs> and you know I only have one rule with potatoes, and that is that you have to eat the skin. Yeah, um, because. Yeah. That's where all the fiber is, exactly. And so potatoes of any kind, sweet potatoes especially, as long as the skin is eaten and as long as it's about a quarter of the plate. So if we were to imagine a nice balanced meal with Mm -hmm. half a plate of vegetables, and that could be your cooked vegetables or your salad or Mm -hmm. a combination thereof, Mm -hmm. and then the other half of the plate is a balance between the high-fiber starchy carbs and maybe the protein, maybe that's a piece of organic something or other or a, a spoonful of beans or something. So that's that one quarter of the plate, which is the starchy carbs, that's where the potato would be. So it's not a huge, it's not a plate full of potatoes, but maybe it's mm-hmm. a half of a baked potato with the skin on. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Mm-hmm. I'll tell you, I'll share with you real quickly, a Dutch recipe, mm-hmm. my husband's from Holland. And we do one that's uh, you take the potatoes and you leave the skins on. Uh, now, mm-hmm. in Holland, they didn't leave the skins on, but they peeled them. But we leave the skins mm-hmm. on and you ch- uh, uh, put them in cubes. And then you b- break the kale off the stem and you put, mm-hmm. lay the ca- piles of kale on top of the potatoes and you steam that. And then mm-hmm. when you're all done, when they're saw, the potatoes are ready and everything's ready, you mash that. Together, oh, nice. with all that kale mm-hmm. in there, and then sometimes we'll add carrots to add a carrot. Uh, sometimes we'll add even a cauliflower 
to add a cauliflower. Nice. If I have leftover vegetables, I'll add up some of that to start getting more nutrition into that potato mash. Very nice. And is that delicious? Yeah. Uh, our whole family just loves it. You could add some different seasonings for different flavors sometimes. But you can get a lot right. out of a mashed potato steamed with lot piles of kale and some other vegetables, too, if you want. Right. That sounds great. I, I go to a restaurant, and they call that stump. Oh, okay. And, and, yeah. um, and they call delicious. it food to call in Holland. Yeah. Oh, nice. <laughs> yeah. Now, and then I wanted to tell you, too, I have some of my doctors who... They take and make oatmeal, but they put vegetables in oatmeal. So as they're mm. eating their breakfast in the morning, they're getting some vegetables out of, in the oatmeal, too. Yeah, that's a great idea if that's, if that's something someone can do. I think that's terrific. Yeah. I mean, any way you can yeah. get in oats, any way you can get in vegetables, I'm all for it. Yeah, right. Now, back to water. Uh, we mm-hmm. all know that when you, when you have your patients coming, your clients come, are they drinking enough water until you tell them, or do you have to really remind them how important it is? I usually have to remind them, honestly. Every now and again, I have someone coming in that, that is drinking at least, you know, two liters of water, but more often than not, they're not getting anywhere near even a liter of water a day. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah that's that definitely sad? part of the counseling. Yeah, it's very sad, definitely. And they and also in fact, don't understand. I wish understand. you and your partner would emphasize with your practice with the babies. Did you know that mm-hmm. the ba- because of the baby being nursed or having a formula, they discourage the water from birth because they think they'll get too full? I don't agree with that, Pam. I think what yeah, happens I've, is the baby gets mm-hmm. that taste, that flavor, as something sweeter, and the water yes. doesn't taste good to them because they weren't used to it. I think that mm-hmm. baby needs to start absorbing water from birth, uh, I mean, even if it's just a tiny little sip here and there. And then when, right. when they start getting more water, the, the water, I, I feel that research is going to prove maybe something here, that that baby mm-hmm. may have been even possibly allergic to the formula or to the mother's milk, and they didn't know it. Mm-hmm. What causes our our uh, emotions? What causes our outlook on life? Food. Mm-hmm. Food right. is a huge impression on our life. Definitely. Enormous influence on our life. And I think I've had doctors on here from Mayo Clinic. I had doctors who've all said, "Sharon, you are right. Every incarceration should have a special diet. Everyone." Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. What, what is addiction? What is anger? What is stress? What is emotion? Exactly. And it can be from birth. And, and right. it's not blame. It's called evaluation of what might be that they haven't learned. And drinking enough water, because when that baby is born, Pam, it comes in mm. out of water, enters mm-hmm. into the water vapor of our atmosphere to keep it alive, but it, it mm-hmm. begins like a sip to evaporate, and that evaporation has got to be backed up continually to get that baby's got to get enough water, and that person has to grow up. And that's why nutrition can cause you to over-evaporate if you're eating the wrong food for you. Mm-hmm. Exactly. What, what is a, yeah. a stress? What is an emotion? What is... Mm-hmm. Uh, um, 
um, addiction. Mm-hmm. Why do people crave over evaporation? Right. right. Not drinking enough water and they're misunderstanding. Uh, and now, before you go, there's only a, c- a couple of minutes left. The biggest uh-huh. culprit, tell me about how you think about sugar. Mm. Sugar is, yeah. Sugar is a culprit, that's for sure, and and it goes along with kind of what you were saying about that concentrated sweet flavor hitting the taste buds, you know, Um, and it's unfortunate, but it is, again, something that I hear all the time. People are are, are eating, eating and drinking sugar from the time they wake up to the time they go to sleep every single day, and it's it is, you know, studies have shown that too much sugar, sugar is no good for our immune system. Of course, we know it's not good for our teeth and all kinds of, and it just is, um, it, it trains the taste buds to want more sugar. I mean, I say more this craving. all the time. It, 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 yeah, exactly. Courage is the craving. Now, we're out of yeah. time with you today. Tell our audience how to find you on the Internet. Oh, just go to... Um, triedandtruenutrition.com and that's where we are. Okay. Well, thank you for coming on today. We learned a lot. I wish you and Daya the best and we'll have to do this again sometime. Definitely, Sharon. Thank you so much. you'd like to teach us, call us up and we'll get your education on. All right. Sounds good. Thank you, you have so a nice much for having me, Sharon. I said hello. I thank sure you. will. Thank you. And you be well. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Bye. Well, I think we're learning that the next new medicine is going to be our diet. Let's call it the diet, the food. It's vital. I have many people on my medical team and study that have, are preaching it. My secretary, Bonnie, found us some exciting articles. Go to search drinking water and your health. 35 proven ways for water to make you feel better. Awesome. Seven science-based health benefits of drinking water. 13 impressive health benefits of drinking water. Benefits of water, are you getting enough for, to, for fluids to stay healthy? Six reasons to drink water is on there. Study that and you'll find out the priority of you drinking water from the moment you get out of bed until you go to bed is vital. Don't worry about the inconvenience of going to the bathroom. That eliminates toxin. I want to thank you for listening today. We really enjoyed having Pam with Tried and True with us. We have exciting new guests coming in the future. I want to thank you. God has a plan. I know that with this journey and this mission, that the water is going to be a priority in life in our diets. Thank you for listening, and you be well. Thank you for listening. Join us next week for another edition of the Sharon Kleiner Hour, Health, Environment, and the Power of Water. Mondays at 10 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Variety Channel with an encore Wednesdays at 12 noon Pacific Time on the Voice America Health and Wellness Channel. Remember to visit Sharon's website at SharonKleinaHour.com.